again naturally no guest this week like the old days just me 30 minute podcast in and out here you go i personally think that china hasn't gotten a big enough slap on the wrist for all of this in my microwave brain stupor i believe that it's just come to me that they are unpunishable china caused all of this because they wouldn't stop eating animals that they shouldn't have eaten and they're still eating said animals one of these days they're gonna eat something that should not have been eaten or touch something that shouldn't be touched and then we're gonna be in real trouble it's gonna be like the apocalypse i i I just don't understand how they've gotten away with with it for so many years of eating wild shit like there's one thing like the stereotype of oh you know they're dog eaters which they are they eat dogs and then there's the whole new thing that oh they ate that one dude ate the bat and now they ruined everybody and it caused all this why were you eating the bat in the first place it's a delicacy it's a delicacy you've all seen the pictures of those fucking fossilized bats in the soup melting away into it because apparently the thing in china is that no waste you have to eat all parts of the animal that's why all like their weird delicacy is shit that you wouldn't ever eat like the pancreas of a dog or whatever i don't understand what how that how that ever got embedded into their culture and how it ever got embedded into their culture that let's eat shit that we definitely know that every other country doesn't eat snakes eat them dogs eat them bats eat them pangolins eat them like why has it nobody said like hey you're responsible for this and you should uh you should be kind of paying us out here because they're as i said unpunishable they're not even a country they're like on a different planet to us uh, it, it it boggles the mind it's just it's kind of frustrating i've got nothing to be mad at anymore my mind is like a little egg on a frying pan at this point i don't know where to look to i've no gauge of time or anything to look forward to there was that week last week that we were all kind of like oh let's all go to portugal and it'll be fine and some people did and then they were like yeah don't go to portugal it's bad and everybody's like ah back home i guess and that's what people did i don't under i don't have anything to look forward to i don't have anything because there's just there's, no, there's not even any movies coming out there's literally nothing the world has is at this weird limbo half stop jog bullshit pace at the moment and it doesn't help that it's all getting so crazy with the with the states and stuff like that and everybody just freaking the fuck out for the right reasons i'll give it that but then like you just go on twitter instagram you just get bombarded with bullshit and make you feel bad and the world's bad and you shouldn't ever feel good again and then you scroll maybe a few posts down and you see a premier league football player sticking his hand in the air before they kick off and you're like oh that's nice and you scroll down a few more it's like oh trump's letting a fucking missile off to north korea you're like oh great i i really wish that there was a separate device next to a phone because the reason that people 
the, the main reason that people won't drop their phone but like, hey why won't you get off your phone it's like oh you know work can't function without it you know have all my emails i really wish there was a device that's separated like this is the thing that's used for work and this is the thing that's used for social media and angry birds and all the shit that you know people realistically what they use their phone for because then that would split the that would split the conversation and it would become a reality where it would be like why don't you get off your phone if there's no work on it and they'd be like yeah i just like it because the sad truth is that nobody would be able to get off their phone even in this time where people are like oh there's nothing to do so i'll just go on my phone and it doesn't help and it puts people in this spiral of just microwave brain thought processes and everybody feels bad and they don't know where to take their anger out so they take their anger out onto a fucking common section of a random video or tweet and everybody thought that their sanity would be brought back when the Premier League got brought back and it didn't and we're just in this weird space where kind of it's hitting me it's hitting me personally where I I don't like it I kind of I feel bad and I don't I it's weird I've never had this feeling before of where I don't feel good it's all just really not not bad or painful or anything. It's all just so white noise, staticky bullshit. The whole world and it sounds so uppity and so like ah, oh, this you know the world's bullshit, man. You know you shouldn't be on your phones, man. I'm not about that, but at times I do look at it and be like, if I I I try to convince myself that if work was on. A separate or college and all that was on a separate device and it was just social media on the phones that we have now i'd be able to drop it but realistically i wouldn't and i don't think anybody would because why it's just i said it before that virtual heroin of people getting the likes and it's even better when i had a tweet that got fucking upwards of 30 likes i was injecting that shit right into my arm stupid deals i couldn't have been a giant boojum but that's that's that that's that feeling they're like oh you know people are agreeing with me you know i'm i'm part of this circle and it's like oh and then you get those people that aren't even following you and you're not even following them and they like it and oh, you just tap the spoon a little more and get an extra kick out of it it was it's actually sickening to think about <sighs> how much balls does jada pickett smith have to cheat on the fresh prince of bel-air you fucking bagged them and tagged them with two kids that are like probably millionaires at the moment they've got like a mansion the size of central park in new york and the woman still cheated on them nobody is safe absolutely no man is safe if will smith can get cheated on that man that man acted wrapped you know was a philanthropist fashion icon and you still cheated on him. Nothing's good for some people. That's what. That's just the lesson that I'm learning from this. Some people just aren't happy. You, you, even if you were from the, even if you were from the poorest, shittest area, and you got a sense of the good life, you always want more. You always want more, and you never ever want to let go. You never want to go lower than your current status. You always want to ascend. 
But then when it gets to a point that you can ascend no longer, you try and shake it up a little bit. I'd be like, oh, fuck it. I don't even know who she cheated uh, cheated with. Some August something or other rapper, I think. And it's... I just, I, that Johnny Depp is in the news for apparently beating his some actress or something like that. I just... The, you take... You look at your phone for fucking five seconds and it's just... <laughs> it's just all terrible shit out there. But back to the whole... Jada Pig like what how can you I, I don't know if it was a long time ago or it's only coming out now or if it happened like a day ago whatever it is I didn't do much research into it but like it's fucking sickening how like some people are like happy in their mundane lifestyle and then there's others that just constantly want to shake it up constantly want to shake it up like those people that they'll they'll be in a happier relationship and then one day they'll just be like you know fuck this i'm not feeling i'm not feeling this train anymore so i'm not just gonna jump off and end it i'm gonna fucking derail the whole thing because that's the way i think about the way that we can think about relationships these days also sickens me coming from a man who is so lonely please love me i just the way that people go about the and those those people because we all have one or two friends that are in a relationship that get walked around by the missus or by you know the mister and it just and they always fucking they'll always be good together when it's like oh we're good together when we're not with you guys but then when we are we'll fucking throw a temper tantrum start beating the shit out of each other in the middle of the i don't know the baptism and say oh i'm sorry i guess we're just causing a little scene and then there's those then there's those those good relationships where like those people have it good but that's what you think that's what you think. Everybody goes through the same thing in a relationship. It's just how people roll with the punches a little differently. You can either go through life being this person and having a problem with your spouse, your your wife or your husband, and then taking it out on them and bringing it up to them in the middle of the fucking baptism. Or you can push that shit down and deal with it when you're behind closed doors in the sanctity of your own home. And you can deal with it in a controlled environment why i i I just and then they that these people they like fight all the time and they and they're real fucking annoying and they stay in these relationships they stay it's like oh coochie good like that what or oh dick good why are you really that desperate for love and attention that you'll actually stay in one where you get him embarrassed constantly and you fight all the time and you're pissy with each other just so you can gain a day of comfort when nobody's around and it's just you two sticking together it's so specific person that i'm talking about but we all know these people these people that they almost take joy out of them being at the center of attention for the wrong reasons those people that want to get in the limelight that they're so they've got such little power such little I, I i can't even i can't even describe it but that's that 
they're not being noticed enough or they're not being appreciated enough in their own mind their self-entitlement starts to kick in where they're like oh you all watch us while we fucking fight and we bitch and moan about each other and start bringing it up and start causing a scene but if it's their fucking event if it's their time it's like oh it's bills you know 20 28th birthday party you know everybody have fun everybody else is fine but if it's somebody else's bill and his missus will start fucking throwing punches if nobody intervenes you know it's just it fucking annoys me that self-entitlement that people have in their own minds and working in centra especially through all of this and this kind of because that's all i have now work has consumed me i i have no other recourse i don't have any other hobbies to get up with you know i'm trying to get back in shape very slowly it's tough to get back in shape when you eat the worst shit possible and you don't exercise step one but these people that that they must hate their lies so much they must really dislike their lies that the minute that they get a bit of power even if it's just handing groceries to the person at a till they'll be as big a dick as they want because they can and you have to take it i wish i was in i always wish i was in like deep boston in america or somewhere like that where people were just shitty to each other openly like it's like oh fuck you at the cash register here's the change fuck you get out here's your money you know all that where they're at least honest with each other that's why i think ireland is so fucking weird when it comes to these things where it's like oh i remember a guy came up it was just half 10 for those of you who don't know you're legally allowed to buy alcohol from an off license at half 10 bloke came in you could see by the way he was walking in he wasn't having the greatest day morning picked up four bottles of tisk slammed them on the table said gimme john player blue 100s it's not please it's gimme i want it now you do my work for me give me those fucking cigarettes so of course i do don't say anything because it's not that big a deal it's not that big a deal okay i'm sure he's being a bit of a dick put it down give him the john player blue 100s i want it red he knew he didn't say he he knew he said blue i knew he said blue but he from the point where i left him and the bottles of tisk to go get the cigarettes he got in his mind i'm going to take this little smidgen of power that i have in this moment and fuck it right back at this kid why not so he's like no get me the red ones i want the red ones <laughs> so okay fine get the red ones he leaves another time bloke says i want a bag he goes okay give you a bag i was putting his groceries in i was like do you want a plastic bag do you have to pay for it yeah you have to pay for it no i don't want the bag then. okay so i gave him a paper bag usually only take one paper bag it's a normal thing he didn't have a huge amount of groceries so i was like yeah i could fit all this in one bag whipped it out obviously couldn't too many petty faloos that he was obviously buying for his child that hated him realistically put it in the bag slap it on the front he goes oh there's a few more groceries here should i uh should i you know put these in the bag in a, in a separate bag or do you want to carry them his response wasn't no i'll carry them or yeah you should 
or could you please put them in the bag, please? You know. And also, you shouldn't get a reward for or an award for saying please and thank you. That should be like the norm. So just just take that in. Just, just for anybody listening, always say please and thank you when you go into these shops, because realistically, the person behind the counter doesn't like you, and won't. But if you just say please and thank you, that might soften their day up. But anyways, he didn't say that. He didn't say no. I'll carry him or no. Put him in a different bag. He's yeah. You should. You probably should put it in a bag. Do your parents uh, pay all that money to send you to college? I was sitting there like, what the, f- what the fuck? Sit the cheek of some people. Go, do you do your parents spend all that money to fucking see you be an idiot? Okay, I'll get you a second bag. Got him the bag. He left, obviously. And I was just in shock and looking at the... My partner who was next to me. He goes, that was so fucking weird. Like, yeah, how fucking rude was that guy? Which he was. I don't understand where people get this. And it must be, it must be a case that they have no power in their life. That they're constantly being dragged around by their significant other. That they're not going anywhere in their career. I think about that when these people are being that much of a cunt. I just say, that guy's probably got a shitty life. And this is his only piece of happiness when he gets to project his shitty life onto us. So I'm just going to imagine the worst possible thing. The worst possible life he can possibly have. And I will think of that when they do this. And you know what? It makes me smile. And when to smile in the face of utter douchebaggery, it feels good. Trust me. I also had this thought the other day. I feel like people are going to be so goddamn confident when they get out of lockdown fully. When everything starts kicking back up to when it was in January and February. When the world was grand and you could do essentially anything. I feel people are going to have this this confidence, this great confidence, which isn't a bad thing. I hope everybody has confidence. I hope everybody is confident in what they do. But they're going to have that false confidence, that false confidence be like, yeah, yeah, you know, over the break I was really, you know, rattling the old noodle around and thinking, you know, I should be an app developer. So, well, John, you're in culinary arts, you know, year four, you don't really have that option. It's like, no, I'll do that. And then they throw their life away over some self-confidence that they shouldn't ever have had in the first place. I had this case of uh, self-confidence because I've been watching so many comedy specials on Netflix. Netflix is terrible, but it has some very good comedy specials. Like Tom Segura, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, um, Tom Davies, all of them. Uh, fucking Joe Rogan, just to name a few all really good and i that's all i've been doing i've just been binging these stand-ups and they've been like hey you know they're pretty funny oh i could you know they're getting a good laugh out there that doesn't seem so hard you know i could do that i think i thought to myself at a second that i'd be good enough to go up to a crowd and do stand-up yeah that's that and then a flick switched in my mind like whoa 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 Put the brakes on here, James. Alright. Back that truck up. Because then I remember seeing those videos of even the most pro comedians where they build up this joke and they try and land it. 
and it bombs. It's so bad. When that that's my living nightmare. To build up a joke that I personally think is the fucking next best thing to sliced bread, and nobody vibes with it. They all sit there in silence. Could you imagine? Could you fucking imagine? Does that I, I get awkward talking to people in Tesco's and on the phone to my delivery driver bringing my food. Could you fucking imagine getting... <laughs> I just... I don't understand. I, I just... I parked the brakes, put it in reverse. Got, out, got that thought out of my mind. I have a huge respect for all comedians that are good and are doing it professionally. But every time I think, like, hey, no, you should try and go for an open mic night, I think, no, that would actually be the worst thing ever. Don't ever do that. Go in the shower and wash yourself off after that fucking terrible thought, you idiot. Because it is, in the long run, a terrible thing. But then, you always pause, this is where the kind of false confidence comes in. It's like, I, I get nothing, I'd get nothing out of it if I did it in the first place. I'd know if I if you were f- funny or not, but like you can't teach funny. And what what good is it if I if it's like ah oh, you got a few laughs out there, kid? You know ah oh, you that was kind of funny. What am I gonna do? Keep going to stand up nights? No, it's not that. I just I don't see I don't see what good I would get out of it. I I enjoy watching comics, and that's about it. I don't think I don't think I've. Not that I particularly want to anymore after all those thoughts of bombing and failing and nobody laughing and it just being shit. That's uh, that's kind of what keeps me grounded. Do you ever meet those people that they have no... They've got no cinder block to keep them to the ground? That guilt. That cinder block of guilt. Or that repressed memory that keeps coming up. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Those people that grew up in a really lovely household where their parents like you could be anything and you should always do this and you should always try that and we'll give you the fuel to do this at one point you have to say listen your daughter won't be a fucking pro tennis player if she's hitting the net five times off of a serve those people that they put it up on social media and it's like oh this is this and i think about that i'm not even thinking about anybody specific or any topic specifically and then they get hated on and they're like why why is the world so cruel i just put up what i've been saying in my home what is all this and then they get really anxious and annoyed because they have been sheltered in this bubble of kindness imagine imagine going to school and and like not having a care of the world or fearing <laughs> i remember going to school i was like okay gotta keep the guard up here nobody's insulting me for this or that and i have a fucking backup insult if anybody does do this i had fucking my manifesto written out that i wouldn't get insulted for this and if i did i'd have a backup or i'd have a plan in place imagine going to school and being like oh hey everybody's friendly over here nobody's bullying anybody over there and it's all fun no. Then they go to the real world and they get fucking chewed out when they get insulted once. I'm glad. I'm actually... I'm actually... I praise myself every day. I praise myself every day. I praise the year that I went to and the group of people that were in my year in school. Because they were 
fucking heartless. Not that they were particularly tough, but insults-wise, they would, like, hit you straight to the bone. Right down to the flesh. Right in there. They wouldn't be pulling any punches. And I feel like I've got I've gotten a sense of betterment out of that. I've I've been able to steer that kind of shit. And, and obviously, you know, at the start, you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't nice. I don't like going into school. But then you grow a thick skin and you be a fucking adult about it. And then you go into the world and then you've got a thick enough skin to deal with the world. Those people that fixate on school. It's like, oh, I can't believe that he did this then and I wasn't happy then and why weren't people nicer to me it's like I'm a pretty cool guy it's like, shut the fuck up shut the fuck up yeah nobody had a perfect life in school but stop bitching and moaning about it now to me I don't fucking care nobody I'm going off on a tangent I'm getting angry but that's genuinely a thing that annoys me those people that have that it's that kind of sense of entitlement round into one being it's like oh you know i deserve i you know i didn't deserve all that you know i should have been cooler you know i should have been more respected i really feel like school was just a big loaded shit and people if you didn't like school you didn't like school whatever that was that but those people that hold the grudge that are like oh fucking hate this place i always hate it i deserved more out of that people stole and then, then when they like focus in on events that be or stuff that people says like jesus how much time do you have on your hands read a fucking book or listen to a podcast or play video games or drink or get stoned or do anything to take your mind off that the most toxic behavior of just focusing in on shit that was said to you that you didn't like and storing it. I can't hold a grudge for shit. I can't do it at all. My mother always says that to me. It's like, James, you can't hold a grudge and that's a good thing. I always thought it was a bad thing. I'm I'm glad I can't hold a grudge. Because if I did, I would be so I would be so hateful. Now I can hold a grudge if it was something really bad. Like super bad. I can't hold a grudge against like oh, I don't know. You spilled a, I don't know, you spilled a beer on me or broke my bottle or you i don't know forgot to buy this or something like that but oh fuck's sake nah that's fine i don't have the energy to do that i don't think i have the brain power either to be one of those people that can hold a grudge i think holding grudges is for smart people yeah those intellectual people that like their mind is working a mile a minute but they're still holding on to all the important details and they think that all of that, you kind of have to be a smart, vindictive person as well. To be like, oh, I'm going to fucking get you. That, then that's how psychopaths are. That's how psychopaths and mm, serial killers are built. That they are these intellectual people that are hated in school and they can hold a fucking grudge. And then they go out and they murder people. And you, they turn people into fucking skin furniture. Like a lamp. That's what happens. I... I've gone on one hell of a tangent there. I don't really have any movies because there's no movies that are coming out. I've got nothing to fuel the movie section. There probably won't be a movie section in this part of the podcast. Yeah, probably not. I think this might just be it. Actually, no. You know what? I was watching, because we, ha- as I've said before, I've got Disney Plus in the house. And 
I'm not that big a fan, but I was watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame in kind of a brain fried act. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch this, why not? It doesn't really hold up and it's not that good a movie, but holy shit, the music in it is good. If there was, if I had the option, because that's what Disney are doing, that they're kind of breaking in to uh, the new live action CGI market with all of these remakes, the likes of Aladdin and what was the other one? The Lion King and like three or four Jungle Book remakes, whatever. They should really make a fucking Hunchback of Notre Dame live action. And keep the music and keep all the songs in because the the I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that it was the I think it was the longest Disney movie in production from the 80s till the 2010s because of the music because it took so long to write whoever was writing it but um it was so it's just so good yeah the movie's not great and it has some odd parts but i would most certainly go and watch a i don't know maybe stick james gordon in his quasimodo seems better good enough picker Patton oswald same sounds about right the bad guy jeremy irons stick him in there uh mila kunis as esmeralda easy i've just made about a billion dollar movie right there and then look i'm gonna leave you at it gonna hopefully actually next week we hit in double digits we're hitting the double digits, episode 10. And it is in the brainchild of myself will possibly be coming out on that. We may have no movie section this week, but tune in next week and we're definitely going to have some movies to talk about. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.